the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Welcome to We Know Medicare, keeping you in the know on all things Medicare and providing you a wide range of options and valued advice for improving the quality of your health care and your life. Get unbiased direction along with valuable tips and tools for achieving the best health care plan available for both you and your loved ones. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. It's We Know Medicare. And now, here's Dan Larry. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show, and thanks for tuning in. You know, like I always say, it's really great honor uh, to spread information to all of you listeners out there uh, in the Pacific Northwest and give you purposeful information that will help, uh, you know, improve your life. And, you know, we always want on this to have for everybody out there quality, affordable health care that's um, easy to access and simple to use. And that's not always easy to do with when you may be new to this country or you may, uh, you, you know, English may not be your uh, primary language. And so I have the great pleasure uh, to introduce to you Archana Sunil. She's a health insurance advisor. She's uh, part of AS Health Insurance, and she does work with We Know Medicare. But Archana has been guiding and advising customers across all ages and demographics with their health insurance options since 2014. Now, she specializes in assisting the immigrant community navigate the health insurance pathway. You know, that's got to be a huge job in and of itself. So, Archana, welcome to our show. Hey, thanks, Dan. Happy to be here. You know, it's really great to talk to you and understand more about you, but I think it's what you do is what our listeners really need to hear. So let's first kind of zero in on the types of insurances that you help consumers enroll in, because it seems like you've got a wide range of not just seniors. So, um, can you talk to me about that? Yes, absolutely. So, um, and thanks for having me on your show. Appreciate that. Um, I typically work with, you're right, it's a wide range of uh, health insurance, but it's all health insurance. And so it ranges from people who are visitors to the United States, um, uh, U.S. citizens who travel abroad. So those are the kinds of travel plans. And then residents who are here um, uh, and do not have employer coverage, they're self-employed, as well as uh, contractors and others. And then we have immigrants who migrate from other countries and they um, come on green cards. So they, um, I, I help them through getting enrolled on the ACA, Obamacare. Uh, and then that then transitions them over to when they when they're eligible into Medicare and Medicaid and so on. Wow, 
I mean, that is that is amazing because that's a wide range, uh, you know, for someone to handle because you you are dealing with all types of people. So Correct. when when and why did you start helping customers for health insurance? What what made you go that route? Um, it was actually an accidental find, um, and I'm really happy that I found it. This was back in 2014 when I first started, and I had been working at a few medical clinics in the area, uh, assisting them with their medical billing and accounts receivables and payables and things like that. And what I found fascinating do- doing that as a business manager for clinics was that a lot of people uh, had no idea of or no under, had very little understanding of what their insurance is, what's covered, what's their out of pocket, and things like that. And I kind of saw that well, um, while it's uh, while I really enjoy solving insurance issues and the puzzles, it's like a puzzle. I found myself wanting to uh, explain things to people so they understand where you know what their um, coverage is like. And one thing led to another. And I believe it or not, I first started as a, <laughs> on, in, with Aflac. That's how I first started because I thought that's where I would start. And then I accidentally met Dan Redler, which was fantastic. And, and then after that, there was no turning back. So that's kind of how it all started is with my employment in medical clinics and me wanting to help people to you know understand their insurance versus just showing their card and not knowing what's going on behind the scenes and that's a huge void right i mean that's that's where you all of a sudden you become a trusted advisor for someone right you are now that is correct. actually that stepping is correct. Uh, you're stepping you're stepping to the other side and you're putting yourself in their shoes going yeah i understand you know i i can understand why you have a barrier here and and it's a great thing that you you recognized what I would always say is someone's calling, right? You found out what your where your passion is. So you know, in this, what is the demographic or for our listeners, the type of customers you serve? And and then if we can follow up with that, like you know, what states and and what do you? We kind of already know what you're doing with some of the ACA and Medicare and visitors, but What's the demographic and the profile of the the people you help? Um, So I'm currently licensed in Washington and the state of Oregon. And I pretty much work with um, newborns all the way to seniors. (laughs) It's it's, it's a wide age group. Um, And then I work with uh, people who who are self-employed and they don't get, you know, they don't have so-called group coverage or employer coverage. And then work with um, seniors who, um, you know, may still be working and they may not need Medicare yet. So I guide them through that process on until they get on Medicare and how, how once they get on Medicare, what they need to do. Uh, and then, like I mentioned earlier, um, foreign nationals who are visiting the United States or U.S. nationals visiting other countries and how to take care of their health insurance during their travels. So when you say, you know, you help immigrants and people coming in and going to other countries as well, that must mean you speak several languages, right? I mean, and if so, <laughs> what, which ones? Do you, because I'm listening to you going, wow, 
you know, all of these different demographics. So you must speak several languages. And which ones do I you speak? Wish, I, I wish I could say I could <laughs> speak several national languages uh, of different countries. But what I do speak is um, half a dozen different languages from India. I am from India. And so um, I'm familiar with about half a dozen Indian languages. And I'm and actually that's actually been um very helpful because what what I've noticed happening lately in the last four or five years with the ACA and especially in Washington is when there are new immigrants who arrive from India and they you know they kind of um, do their searches on Google and they go like where do I get health insurance and somehow they end up on the Washington State Exchange and then they call them and those people um, you know as soon as they were in, they hear India they just go okay call this person she'll help you. So it's kind of, <laughs> it's become like a uh, it's an awesome way. I'm, I'm realizing the value of knowing languages now because I'm able to assist more people. And typically, the immigrant population, especially from India, um, tend to be the seniors who are um, you know their, their language of the English language is different, the accent is different, um, you know, and as communication is a barrier for them. And so knowing those right. languages or um, knowing those languages is, is very helpful in trying to communicate, especially when you're trying to explain things like a deductible copay and coinsurance and primary care and network. Um, these are all foreign terms uh, to people outside the country. And so you it, know what, Archana, those are foreign terms to people that live in this country many times, right? <laughs> so, so I I know exactly where you're going with this because if if you're you know, if you speak one of those Indian languages or, or dialects, you, you know, it becomes really important to, I've taken many classes in psychology and they say, I've heard, and I, I don't know if this is true, but people sometimes think in their own language. And so if they can hear something in their language, they can listen and bounce it around in their head a lot simpler, right? And so you, you then take that weird maze of Medicare. And, you know, it's really they I'm sure when they go on Google, they get quickly confused and overwhelmed. And so um, you really help streamline this process for folks that happen to be of Indian descent or speak those languages. So, you know, congratulations on doing that, because I know um, I know it's have to help you. And by helping you, it's helping all of those uh, customers that you've helped. So thank you. Yes. If you know, and in in doing that, you know, it's not just the folks that are here that you're you're enrolling into something currently. It's something that, um, you know, you have a visitor coming in. So, you know, that's the one thing that's always uh, amazed me is this ACA, this whole thing, and how do visitors, someone to, it's a visitor to the country, how do they enroll? So when you come in as a visitor, it's a B visa. It's, that's the category of the visa. Um, you come in and you don't. You're not immediately eligible for the ACA. What happens is that you, you, when you come in, you have to come on a visitor insurance plan that covers you as a visitor. Now, if you continue to stay here and then you love the country, you love the place so much, you decide to live here. Um, and then mm -hmm. you apply for a green card after you arrive, right. or even before. That's when you become eligible for the ACA. So you're not actually eligible as a visitor, but because you're showing an intent to live in the country, to continue to live, and that intent is evident when you apply for the green card. 
And uh, once you've applied for the green card, you are now eligible for the ACA. And so that how oh. and, and so that's how it works. Um, and and then well, you know, there's some you know different stages. I four eighty five, I seven nine seven, different stages of uh, of the green card process that makes you eligible for the ACA at that time. So as uh, as an immigrant coming in, no matter if they're from Indian descent or any other country, right? Um, there are some things that. Uh, you can help someone with because it's the same no matter what country someone is coming in from. They're going to have the same types of forms to get into this, right? I mean, it's yes, the same yes, mechanical yeah. procedure. It, yes. Yeah, immigration procedures don't vary by country, right? So, yeah, it's exactly the same. Yeah. So anybody listening, if you want uh, – you don't happen to be uh, Indian, but you have the same kind of scenarios in front of you and you're not – sure where to go, uh, you should reach out to Archana as well, because this is something that is helpful to everyone. So uh, Archana, we've got about a minute left in this segment, and we need to continue talking about this on the next segment. So I really do want you to stick around. But, you know, what's interesting here is this whole process uh, and want to get into that with you the, about how someone who becomes recently uh PR to get health coverage and how the immigrants become eligible for Medicare. So I really would like you to stick around so that we can do this. So hang on, everybody. We're going to take a break. I'm going to go grab some coffee, take a commercial. We'll be right back. Stick around. in the name. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you topped off your coffee like I did. You know, we're continuing to talk with Archana Sunil, um, she is a health insurance advisor, AS Health Insurance. She's part of the We Know Medicare big group. And, you know, we're talking about uh, folks who have recently become a PR. Can you, can you explain what a PR is and, and how, they can rec- how they can get health coverage? Sure, sure. So PR stands for permanent resident. It's uh, also called a green card. And once someone's green card's been approved, whether they are in the country or about to enter the country, they uh, they are eligible 
to enroll in the ACA Obamacare. And so, and that's where the process begins. They reach out to me and then I help them through enrollment in the ACA. Uh, and they stay on there for the first five years of their green card. If, uh, and uh, for the first five years, they are eligible for tax credits, premium discounts, and subsidies, all of that good stuff, uh, irrespective mm-hmm. of their income level for the first five years. Now, once they've reached the five-year threshold of having been a permanent resident, um, at that point, if they are under 65, they can continue to receive those tax credits per month um, and stay Uh on there until they turn 65. Now, at the end of the first five years, if they are 65 and above, um, they're technically eligible for Medicare at that point because they're, they've met the five-year um, immigration requirement as well as the age requirement for Medicare. Uh, now, at right. that point, they have two choices to they have two choices to pick from. One, they can continue on the ACA if they wish to, but in order to receive the tax credits, to, in order to continue receiving the tax credits, they now have to have a minimum income. It's typically around $1,500 per month for a one-person household or approximately $2,000 per month for a two-person household and so on and so forth. Now, if that Uh is an income threshold that they are able to meet uh, after they have met the five-year mark and if they're over 65 at that time, then they can remain on the exchange, continue to receive the tax credits and so on. Of course, keeping in mind that later on when they decide to get on to Medicare, um, that there will be that penalty, and, and that's something I always uh, alert them to, that, yeah, you're welcome to do this, but just know that later on when you get on to Medicare, there is that low, late enrollment penalty that you should be aware of. Now, the right. other option is, um, forget, you know, the other option is to leave the ACA and just enter the Medicare world, at which point, mm-hmm. um, you know, as you know, it costs about, Oh, doesn't you don't know this, um, or you may not know this, but Part A of Medicare, because these are immigrants who have not worked here and paid into um, the tax system like you and I have, they are right. they're not eligible for a premium-free Part A. They have to purchase Part A, and that costs about four hundred and fifty to five hundred dollars per month or so. Ooh, and so for that's Im- a lot. yes. Exactly. So for immigrants, part, uh, Medicare A and B can cost up to $700 approximately per person per month. And Without going to a doctor or getting sick. Yes. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's just, right? that's just your A cost. and part B. Yeah, that's your entry fee in the health care. That is correct, yes. But see, sometimes if you look at it from a cost-benefit analysis perspective, them staying on the exchange if they don't have tax credits is probably going to cost them more than getting on Medicare because mm-hmm. those are going to range in the you know, 800, 900, almost $1,000 ranges if you're not getting the tax credits because you're not meeting the income threshold anymore. Um, so you may as well move on to Medicare. One, it makes more sense from a financial perspective. And second, Medicare is designed for seniors, the plans, the benefits, the care and everything. Because Obamacare, the right. ACA is technically for 65 and under, except it makes an exception for those new immigrants who are over 65 because they need a, a place 
to a placeholder somewhere until they become eligible for Medicare. So it's kind of a temporary home for those who are over 65, the ACA. So now that Medicare, if they decide to do Medicare because they don't meet the income threshold on the ACA to receive the tax credits, now now they're faced with a $700 per person per month bill for A and B alone, and then there's C and D after that. Um, Right. And then what I tell people is this is what it's going to cost you. Now, Medicare doesn't care who pays for it. Someone's got to pay for it. It's either you pay for it. Or you can try applying for, you know, your state's Medicaid program. And if you qualify for the Medicaid program, it's called the Medicare Savings Program, then they will help you by paying that premium for you to Medicare on your behalf. Um, and the thing to remember is if you are still on uh, your green card status when you apply for Medicaid, which is a purely income-based program, uh, what right. I'm told, and I have not experienced this firsthand, and as you know, Medicaid doesn't train agents like me the way Medicare does, right? Uh, what right. I've heard and been told by customers over the last nine, ten years is that if you are still on your green card when you apply for Medicaid, um, then the green card sponsor's income is uh, comes into question as well, and that typically throws people out of eligibility for Medicaid. So something to keep in mind is at the end of the five years, if you choose to get onto Medicare and would like to get help from Medicaid, uh, you may be better off taking on U.S. citizenship in order to be eligible for Medicaid or qualify for Medicaid. So you get the support that you need. Uh, And so that is kind of a gray area where I haven't seen anything in writing yet. I'm I'm still digging up Google to see where I can find this, but this is what I've heard from customers. And that's what I'm I'm seeing it more and more often, that there is this um, limitation for immigrants in terms of Medicaid eligibility if they are still on green card at the end of the five years. Uh, yes, and so that's where yes. it is. So, uh, and so with Medicare, the, it's good to get into Medicare knowing that it's going to cost me $700 per person per month. And I'm going to have to find a way to pay that. Either I pay it or I have to get help from Medicaid to pay it. In order to get help from Medicaid to pay it, my green card sponsor may come into the picture. And so these are all different things to consider and keep in mind. Yes, absolutely, because then uh, the Medicare Part B premium, right, is on a tiered income level. And so it could put someone into, you know, the $500 a month uh, category, pushing their costs way up, depending on their sponsor's income. But still, um, it could be a lot less costly than staying on the ACA, as you talked about earlier, right, because those premiums for someone in that age group are astronomically high. <clears throat> but, you know, that is the cost of health insurance. And That and, is correct, yeah. And, and it's really interesting because, you know, um, there's many different types of eligibility periods for Medicare. So let's talk about the, the different eligibility periods, and then we'll talk about our neighbors to the north of us. Oh, sure. (laughs) Um, The eligibility period for the immigrants is typically within 60 days of their um, arrival as a new immigrant into the country is their special enrollment period. 
Um, so when someone, whether you applied and your green card was approved while you were in the country or from your home country, either way, uh, from the date of the green card approval, if you were in the country when it was approved, or from your date of arrival into the country as a new immigrant, from those two um, starting points, you have up to 60 days to enroll in the ACA. That's how you first do it. And then when you meet the five-year mark or when you're getting close to the five-year mark, you will generally be notified by the exchange, by the ACA, saying, okay, someone in your household is about to meet the five-year mark, so here are the things you need to do, which, is, which translates to call Archana because she's the one who's going to help you figure out what to do. And then and yes. that's, and that opens up another 60-day special enrollment period for you at that time when you meet the five-year mark. Interesting, interesting. So let's let's talk about our our neighbors to the north, the Canadian citizens that moved to the U.S. And how does that work? Does the five year uh, waiting period apply to them? Uh, Social Security totalization agreement, um, or how about any other countries? They moved to the U.S. Right. and want to enroll in Medicare, right? Right. So uh, what the totalization agreement is, is an, is an agreement between the United States and some partner countries where the United States recognizes their um, uh, uh, the points that they have earned in their home country. You know, it's like, for example, even here, when you and I retire, uh, we have to have had 40 uh, credits in order to get premium free mm-hmm. part A. So for people coming from other countries, like from Canada or from Australia, those are some of the countries that the the agreement applies to. Uh, When they arrive uh, as a new immigrant, uh, yes, they go Mm -hmm. through that five-year waiting period. But after the five-year waiting period, um, this totalization agreement kicks in, and they uh, may get a break in that premium premium for Part A because of that totalization agreement. And so oh, um, right. they, uh, and that's where it, because the, cre- the credits that they've earned in their country, then somehow with some magical formula get translated into the U.S. system. And then that determines what they may pay for the, pre- the Part B premium is pretty much the same for everybody. It's the Part A premium that hurts. And so that's where the, the totalization agreement comes into the picture. Wow. And that's really, you know, important stuff to understand. So about in our last minute and a half, I really want to talk about the Sankara Healthcare Foundation and the work you do for them. So let's close out the show and talk about them. Oh, thank you. Yes. So Shankara Healthcare Foundation is a nonprofit that I am a part of, and it's very dear to me. It's an organization that was started in 2011 uh, with the focus to bring health, wellness, and nutrition to the homeless people around us in in our local communities here. And that's a main project we do in the U.S. is we have volunteers across the country who serve fresh, hot, home-cooked meals. And they're all vegan meals because we focus on the health and nutrition aspect of it. And they serve them at shelters across the country. We've served close to 113,000 vegan meals to shelters since 2018. This specific project, we call it Project HEAL, Healthy Eating and Living. Um, and then in, in the, the organization also does work in rural India where we try to bring health care uh, and make it more accessible to the poor people in rural parts of India. And we are actually, um, and we'd love to you know, invite all your listeners, come join us, cook with us, cook for the shelters with us. 
and help us you know, spread this message of health and wellness and nutrition. And uh, I'll be in Oregon on June 17th doing a presentation at the Hexa Temple, the Hindu Temple in um, Portland. Uh, also organizing a blood drive on behalf of Shankar Healthcare Foundation at the same location on August 19th. And uh, we're actually in the process of building a nursing college in, in a rural part of India where we can provide education to uh, the women of the rural area, provide them free nursing education, find them employment, and at the same time, and then find them employment and at the same time address the nursing shortage in the country. That's awesome. Well, everybody, we've been talking to Archana. You can reach her at 425-615-1268. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Stick around. What's in a name? No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for healthcare needs. Learn more at weknowmedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. And now more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. Well, I hope you enjoyed those earlier segments with Archana. She's got a lot of great information especially when you're coming new into this country. Um, and on top of that, she is, you know, really well involved in Medicare, so she, she can help there. But I want to switch, around the, switch this around a little bit, and I have another amazing guest here, uh, Andrea Niemeyer. She's with One Medical um, and Senior Health here in Washington State. And I wanted to introduce you all to her and have her talk to us about what she does and one medical and one medical senior. So, uh, Andrea, welcome to the show. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much for having me this morning. So let's talk about what you do and about one medical, both one medical, one medical senior. Okay. Well, so I am the agent relations representative for one medical seniors, primary care clinics, and I work primarily with Medicare insurance agents, educating them on the One Medical Senior's primary care model and the benefits for their clients. And to be a patient at One Medical Seniors, the only criteria is that uh, you be on Medicare. So sometimes people can be on Medicare in their 50s, um, but typically it's people 65 and older. Um, And when you're in need of a primary care provider, in our current environment, you could wait six months or more to be seen as a new patient 
and that's just simply unacceptable and the real and but it's the reality so with the exception yes, of is. one medical seniors where first appointments will take typically three to five weeks to get for your first appointment and you know that's really a very short amount of time uh, andrea so so you know this all kind of wraps up in this thing that you and i've talked about in the past it's value-based care right and it i is. always I always I always talk on this show about quality, affordable health care that's easy to access and simple to use. And I really think value-based care fits that statement. So let's talk about what value-based care is. Can you educate okay. us on that? I can. I can. So uh, when medical seniors... In our care model, we prioritize the patient's health goals and focus on preventative care. So we provide services that are not typically available at the fee-for-service care models, such as an entire care team. So in a value-based care model, for example, rather than your typical 15-minute appointment where the patient has got to tell the doctor what's going on with them, all their symptoms, and the doctor then has to make a diagnosis and then develop a care plan and is off to the next patient. Uh, sometimes that can leave our elderly patients, you know, just frustrated because they don't have enough time to talk about everything that's going on with them. So at One Medical, the first appointment is always an hour. So that gives your provider a chance to get to know you find out what your health goals are and go through your health history. And after that, your appointments are typically 30 minutes long and you are never limited to discussing only two issues. I'm sure we've all heard that before. What people are experiencing now is if they have several health concerns that they want to address, they're limited to two health issues and told they will need to reschedule another appointment. And we serve the senior, senior population and asking seniors to schedule another appointment and all that goes with that, like getting transportation to them from the clinic, is yeah. unacceptable. That's um, right. That's, that's some of it. There's a lot of things in, in uh, value-based care. So um, let's see. I, typically, so, an so appointment with value, takes, Go ahead. So, I mean, you're – Right. This is the one thing like we talk about with this value-based care model. Um, uh, many provider groups do limit you to one or two uh, things wrong and make you come back. But you're treating the whole person and you're not looking at time as what you're trying to, you know, fit as many people in. You're trying to give better care. But, why, you know, why do why do this? Right? Why? Why take on value-based care? Who? How did this develop? And well, why did you? De- was it developed? So, what happened is we had um, we are a former, formerly Iora Primary Care Clinic, and um, mm-hmm. gosh, I don't know, ten or twelve years ago, um, our the founder of Iora who. Um, we are now One Medical Seniors. We were acquired by One Medical Seniors with the same care model. But Defender Viora, Rushika Fernanda Pool, believed in restoring humanity to health care. Uh, his feeling of cramming in patients, barely having time to eat lunch, spending hours at the end of the day, writing notes from visits, and so many billing codes 
it is not why he became a doctor. He became a doctor because he wanted to help people and be a human-centered healthcare organization. And he couldn't do that given the current healthcare system. So he decided that, you know, to create a program which was patient-centric rather than the health organization-centric and really teach, treat that whole person. And one of the things that makes us different is um, for our Medicare patients, we are reimbursed from Medicare not as a fee-for-service organization where everything that the doctor does, every little click on the computer is a fee that they are reimbursed for from Medicare. We are reimbursed from Medicare uh, based on healthy outcomes of our patients. And so mm -hmm. what that means is keeping our patients out of urgent care, keeping them out of the emergency room, keeping their, them out of the hospital, um, showing that their stats are going in the right direction to keep them healthier. It is about everything that goes through treating the whole body, the whole person, and focusing on preventative care before that person gets to that point where they're not going to have a quality health life. Yeah, so, I mean, the effects of value-based care are huge, I'm sure. What kind of positive improvements overall in community health have you seen? And, and, and why are you, you know, why is this such a good model for everyone? Well, um, kind of just kind of as I just stated, what we're seeing is that uh, people are staying healthier. They can get into our doctors in a shorter period of time. There's no waiting six or seven weeks. I mean, think of it as, you know, a senior person when they have health issues. Sometimes that's something that needs to be addressed quickly. And Anybody that's gone to the doctor now knows, like, well, it's seven or eight weeks out for your appointment. You can go to urgent care. And, you know, that that just doesn't really work, you know, and particularly we're talking about seniors. So what we see from them being able to get in more frequently to see the doctor, not having to wait that long period of time, we are seeing that their their health is moving in a positive direction and there are less visits to hospital emergency room and urgent care. And, you know, in the big picture, I mean, that saves Medicare money as well because people are not going in that direction. We are focusing and helping our community to be healthier. And, you know, uh, what's interesting is, is I've been to quite a few of the clinics and it seems like they're kind of, dedicated and built just for seniors or not just necessarily seniors, but those in the Medicare space, right? Those people that are two years or more disabled that are Medicare benefits or uh, aged into Medicare. Uh, was that purposeful? Did Were they built specifically for yes. those folks? It was very, very intentional. Um, so I'll take you through it. So our clinics, first of all, the locations are not in medical centers. So there is no having to navigate a parking garage, and that can be stressful, trying to find that parking space and then, you know, getting from the parking garage to your the clinic. So we have them placed in locations where you can drive right up, get out of your car, walk right in the front door, and then when you walk in, um, rather than feeling like a medical clinic, they are designed almost to feel like a not a hotel lobby, but, you know, they've got nice, pretty colors, plants, 
typically a farm table out in the lobby with puzzle on it. So if somebody waits for, you know, a few minutes for their appointment, they have something to do, or if they've brought somebody that you need something to do. Um, our floors are non-skid. Our, our aisles have, all have walls, all have handrails. And we have very wide aisles to accommodate people in wheelchairs. And I, I think of the last time I took my father to a doctor, and it was too late in his uh, situation to go to switch doctors. But we were trying to navigate the wheelchair through this narrow hall, and people were trying to help us. And I thought, there's just something wrong with this. So we yeah. our, our whole space is intentionally designed to support seniors. And when they get to the exam room, our exam tables, instead of having to step up, hike up onto that exam table, they're electric. So anybody with mobility issues, the seat can be very low and they can slide right into it. And then we will electrically lift them up for the exam. So again, it's all intentional to support seniors. It's so cool because, you know, I'm, you know, about minute, 30 seconds left in this segment here i just wanted to call out that i've been in these facilities and they're not they don't really look like a hotel lobby right a- andrea but they are very welcoming they're warm they're comfortable they are wide and they're easy to get in and out of and i think that's one of the things also that is a a, a great thing for you all at one medical senior and aren't the laboratories on site too, making it even more convenient? Yes. Yeah, so all of our clinics have on-site labs, again, to reduce any more trips that the person may need to make. So we don't want to do that. We want this to be as seamless and easy as possible for our patients. And then when they meet with the doctor the first time, um, instead of the doctor just you know, turning around and clicking, you know, put all the information into the computer, we have a nice round table in every exam room. A monitor is on the wall. So the doctor is actually sitting beside you, engaging with you as they're entering information, and the patient can see it. So I- That's awesome. That is so awesome. You know, Andrea, we're going to take a break. I want to talk to you more about this. I want to stay on point. But we're going to pay for this show with a commercial. We'll be right back. Stick around. No, we're not referring to roses, but everything you need to know about Medicare. We know Medicare. That's their name. If you're 65 or older, we know Medicare is your resource for Medicare insurance. We know Medicare specializes in all Medicare-related products because one size does not fit all. Changes in Medicare plans occur every year. What's Part D? What's Medicare supplement insurance? Does my current insurance cover my needs? Do I have to change doctors with my new insurance plans? Does the plan include prescriptions? There are many options out there. We know Medicare can help you understand the differences and find the right plan for you. Their goal is to help protect your health and finances by choosing the right plan. What's in a name? Well, a lot with We Know Medicare, your advocate for health care needs. Learn more at WeKnowMedicare.org. Then call them and request a no-cost consultation. 877-346-2060. That's 877-346-2060. 877-346-2060. We Know Medicare may not offer every plan in your area. Any information they provide is limited to the plans they do offer in your area. Please contact Medicare.gov or 1-800-MEDICARE to get information on all your options. 
more of We Know Medicare with Dan Larry. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking around. We're continuing to talk to Andrea Niemeyer, uh, one medical senior. And, you know, we're talking about uh, this group. And, I, you know, how long has one medical senior been in Washington? So since 2014, and we started our first clinic in Shoreline, and we now have six clinics. And they typically are up the I-5 corridor. Um, with the exception of we have a Puyallup clinic and then our Tacoma clinic is off of Highway uh, 16. And, and you know, that's quite a bit of clinics and folks have, you know, live in a myriad of areas around the Puget Sound. So it really is a great uh, place for them. And so uh, when we talk about value-based care, value-based care has, which we know makes a lot of differences in a, in a patient's life. And I'll come back to that. But value-based care is a lot about a team, right? And a team of care. So what does the team look like when you talk about a team of care? Yeah. So um, you have another thing that's different is that we, we do have that whole care team. So it's a doctor-led care team that includes the doctor and MD or our doctors are MDs or DOs, doctors of osteopathy. And for people that don't know about doctors of osteopathy, they complete four years of osteopathic medical school with an emphasis on preventative medicine. And they bring a whole person approach to care by focusing on looking beyond your symptoms to understand how your lifestyle environmental factors impact your well-being. Also, you have the nurse, you have a health coach, we have a behavioral health provider in our clinics that float between clinics, and then you have the rest of your care team, including your medical assistants, and they're all part of the care team. And one of the things I think is really great to know is that every morning, eight o'clock, the whole care team meet and it's called the morning huddle, and they discuss the patients that are coming in that day. So everybody everybody is a part of your care when you're a patient there. And then, so if your doctor should go on vacation or something like that, you have a care team. Everybody knows what's going on with you. So you could switch between one doctor to another, and everybody's still in the loop and knows what's going on with you. That's That's our care team. So it doesn't matter if the doctor is there, your doctor that you see is there or not, people know what's going on with you. And I think that becomes really important, right? Uh, that morning huddle, as you call it, because now you're, you're looking at, here's every patient coming in today. Let's do a little warm up. We kind of uh, see what they're coming in for, maybe get prepared for them before they show up. If something is needed, they need, something specific. And, you know, that's interesting. I don't know if other provider groups do that or not, but it seems like when I used to take my mom to her doctor, um, the doctor would always ask, what are you here for today? And it wasn't like, um, you know, oh, you're here for this. Like they already knew what was going on and it was like they were just being seen. So I think this is really a great approach. So you have this great care team. You've been around for a a long time, but when I come to you for 
an appointment, let's say my first appointment, right? I've decided to become part of one medical senior as my provider group. What does it look like when I first show up for my first appointment? Well, your first appointment, we call it an onboarding appointment, and that is where you come in. Your first appointment is going to be a full hour, and that full hour is so we can get to know you, so your provider will be talking to you about what's going on with you, what your particular concerns are, what are your health goals, going through your health history, and talking about you know your care plan and how it works at One Medical. So we have a health coach as a part of the team. Health coach will typically follow up and say, you know, okay, so you went on that new med. How is that working for you? Is that working okay? Or, you know, we see it's time for you to have this preventative service done, so it's time to get that scheduled. You have somebody that's always looking out for you there. But that first appointment typically is to get to know you and the start of your health journey with uh, one medical seniors. You know, this, this, this seems uh, expensive. Uh, do, do you have to pay extra for this service? No, no, absolutely not. This is part of our, our value-based model. So you don't pay anything beyond what your normal co-pays are for your insurance. And, as we know, many Medicare Advantage plans now don't have a copay for primary care, but some will, and there's different kind of plans that we accept. So some people may have have a, a copay along with their visit. It just depends on what their insurance plan is. Right, right, and nothing's free in the world of Medicare. Uh, you know, it's either zero cost or you pay your copays, um, right. but. The way you're set up is you'll pay no cost beyond any regular co-pays. And so all of this you do is just part of your value-based care. I mean, this is, I think this is what really kind of sets you all apart, right? Being able to take this extra care step, having, you know, on-site laboratories for convenient one-stop service. You've got a dedicated care team specializing in care for Medicare the offices are really, uh, you know, they're really amazing and warm and welcoming. Uh, so, you know, the one other thing that I, I, I understand that you, you do is you have some kind of 24-7 access as well. Yeah, so, so correct. So, you know, there's a lot of things that's working as part of a team. Um, we, we offer care, or, you know, we practice care coordination. So the providers also will reach out and work with the insurance plan, the specialist. If somebody has a caregiver or family, you know, they work with that whole person to make sure that everything is done properly. And, um, we have same day, next day appointments available, and that's a case-by-case -case basis. So if somebody calls in and they feel like they need to get in, the nurse will talk to them and triage that call and decide, yes, you should come in today, or no, we will go ahead and, and send you a, a prescription along that line. But it's available. We save two appointments a day for those for those uh, types of emergencies. And then we do have... Uh, 24-hour on-call service. So if it happens to be after hours or on the weekend, you can call and leave a message and our on-call care team will get back to you within 24 hours. 
That is amazing. So, so it's like the communication you need, unless it's an emergency, right? We all know you call 911 in an emergency or you go right. straight to an emergency room. But we're talking about, you know, I'm not feeling well today. Uh, I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to call you. Uh, they, the, the patient has 24-7 access to primary care provider by phone. It may be a nurse that answers, like you say, and triages that call. But I think those are the things that as – as we're aging, right? Um, right. Sometimes we, we have to wait for transportation. And, and many plans, uh, Medicare Advantage plans, have some transportation, some don't. Uh, some have local community access transportation. But nonetheless, you've you got to kind of coordinate your transportation with your medical visits, right? Or your prescription right. pickups or your lab tests. So having a phone access really is beneficial for all of these uh, individuals because, you know, I can't get there or do I really need to come in? I stub my toe here, take a picture. Should I come in? Oh, well, you broke your toe, you know, kind of thing. But, you know, on top of that and having that great access, you know, one of the questions that comes to mind is coordination of care with hospitals, specialists, and loved ones, right? Because that's like the trifecta, the consumers, the patients, loved ones. And then there's a spe- always a, seems to be a specialist. And then there's a hospital. How does that coordination work with one medical senior? So we, so with our patients, if they need to see a specialist, we will refer them out to a specialist uh, within their network, right? And a lot of people have uh-huh. a hard time wrapping their head around that. Like, do you have specialists here? I mean, they they can't we are a primary care clinic and we take uh several insurance plans and medical supplements tricare for life and so whomever your plan is with we refer out within the network and um if there is a family member that needs to be involved with the appointments let's say you have a family member that lives out of town or not close by to attend the appointments, we'll do on their appointments a Zoom call so the family member can be a part of that appointment as well. So oh, wow. They, I know. It's such a nice thing because, you know, sometimes our, our parents, I mean, I've just gone through this with my dad, they wouldn't be able to remember to tell me everything the doctor said. So that way I, everybody's a part of this care and nobody's missing ever, anything. I mean, it's just That's... It's a beautiful way to take care of people. Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, when I became a resident of Washington, my mom was living in uh, California and uh, I missed going to the doctor's office with her. And this would have been so amazing to be connected in. So in the last minute here, how do people are interested? How do people get more information, uh, but they're not sure about making this switch? How do they get more information about one medical senior? Well, there's, there's two ways you can do it. Um, if you have an agent that you work with, and I always highly recommend people work with uh, a really great Medicare insurance agent, they are the ones that can uh, help you get you know, signed up to be a patient at One Medical, or people can call me, and uh, my number is 253 293 8382. You can call me. That is my work phone. And 
uh, I will talk to people and I can help them get set up and get an appointment scheduled, basically just get a little bit of information. And we submit that into our system. And what happens is it triggers a call from our patient enrollment scheduling team and they will call you, reach out to you within oops, a few days. My time's up. That is that is awesome. Well, Andrea, it's been great talking to you and learning about one medical senior. Well, everybody, thanks for sticking around. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week. We appreciate you. Be healthy. Bye, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed today's broadcast of We Know Medicare. We Know Medicare is a dedicated resource and advocate for Medicare eligibles and independent of both individual insurance companies and Medicare itself, allowing them to provide unbiased assistance to Medicare recipients in need of a quarterly health care plan. Visit WeKnowMedicare.org to learn more. That's WeKnowMedicare.org. And tune in next week for more We Know Medicare. This pre-recorded program is sponsored by We Know Medicare. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.